So welcome to the 270 Blue podcast. I'm Matt, joined here by Mike and Nick. Hello, guys. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? How you hey, doing? what's going on? Uh, you guys have a good weekend so far? Or? I got some allergies, but other than that, it's pretty right. good. Allergies? Yeah, no, no, I know what that's like. Everything's going fine except in politics. Oh, <laughs> oh that's right. Get into that's that. right. The world is going to hell and we're all going <laughs> to go with it. That's right. Today, I want to talk about Lev Parnas. He's in the news of the day. Great past guy. week or so. Uh, and uh, so just as a refresher, who is Lev Parnas? He's the Giuliani associate who has been indicted along with Igor Fruman and charged with conspiracy to violate straw and foreign donor bans. So according to the Southern District of New York, Lev Parnas and Igor Fruman orchestrated a scheme to advance their business interests and the political interests of at least one Ukrainian government official. A Ukrainian government official who had sought the dismissal of the U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, mm. which really goes right to the heart of the impeachment articles Donald Trump is charged with as he withheld $400 million in congressionally approved foreign aid to Ukraine. So I want to start off there. Mike, what do you think about that? Uh, I think this sounds like, you know, a guy that belongs in Trump's orbit. Sounds like Trump's kind of guy. <laughs> Absolutely. I think he's at the center of Exactly, like you said, exactly the um, all the corruption that Donald Trump has been accused of. I think this guy is the key to the um, unlocking everything that all the corruption, all the uh, bad misdeeds or bad deeds that Trump and all of his goons are, have been taking a part in that we, you know, we, we don't know about because everyone's on the same team in Trump world where they're all corrupt and they all watch with his back. Right. But, but Lev, not Lev, uh, he's decided to, he's going to try to save himself here and um, come out with what appears to be very truthful information about the scheme that they've been running with uh, right. the three amigos, which was uh, what Giuliani, uh, Rick Perry, and who was the other one? Volker. No, I don't think I don't think Giuliani was one of it. It was Sondland, Volker, and Perry. Yeah. Okay. Well, and and this guy was the guy that was on the ground who was doing the all the deeds, right? He was the little foot soldier who was gonna right. execute all these plans or be the little shadow goon squad, part of the goon squad with with his other Shrek counterpart, fucking <laughs> Igor Fruman or whatever his name is. And um, I think that. I think that it's terrible that the uh, Republicans would say that they didn't want to hear from witnesses in general, but specifically Lev, because Lev is is pointing the finger at the top cop, uh, Attorney General Barr, uh, right. Vice President Pence, uh, Rick Perry, Mulvaney, all these other idiots who are in such powers of, uh, positions of power that... Uh, you know, especially Barr. Barr is the one who would investigate something like this. Right. Is now being implicated by one of the goon squad's uh, members who is who is uh, saying, you know, I'm afraid for my life, and I'm coming out there because I'm afraid of what will happen to me if I don't get my message out there, and also saying Trump wasn't as powerful as he was until he got Bill Barr. And that Bill Barr knows everything. And Bill Barr, along with Vice President Pence, they all know everything. We have to hear from these guys in a trial. There's no way you can have, you can say that we have a just or um, fair, yeah. fair trial without hearing from someone like Lev, 
who is saying, look, guys, everyone's corrupt. I have all the information. Talk to John Bolton as well because he was in the room. He knows a lot of this shit too. We have to hear from them. And I don't care if they say Lev, you know, he's a a bad guy. He's been implicated or he's been indicted. So therefore, everything he says is going to be worthless. It's all going to be a lie because he's an indicted, um, you know, he's been indicted. So therefore, he's he's already guilty. But, you know, I think I was listening to Mimi Roker who said that that's not the way it works. Like we we don't get Boy Scouts. We don't get all Boy Scouts that we put on the state on the stand and say, you know, tell us what you know. And we can just believe it because we know you're just such an honest person because these are all criminals. They've all done something bad. That doesn't mean that we don't listen to what they say. We back it up with evidence or documents or we verify what they say. We take their deposition. They're under oath. And if they lie, then, you know, they know they have the penalty of even more imprisonment if in the case of lev or or other people who are not you know imprisoned yet but they will be if they lie we can't just not have these people on stand so i don't know i think that we got to hear from lev even though he's a scumbag and we got to get the truth to come out too bolton oh my god we absolutely have to hear from bolton and just because donald trump has made it so we don't hear from any witnesses we couldn't hear from any witnesses in the uh in the house when the house did in their their investigation and the fact that gop members now are saying well we don't have to hear from these guys because that was the house's job well you know what trump stonewalled and he obstructed and that's why we didn't hear from them that doesn't mean that we don't hear from their job is to understand the truth get to it and then make a decision or pass a judgment on them for whatever the truth is but isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? We have someone that's claiming to be so innocent, but don't even try and call one witness because I don't want you to see how innocent I am. Yeah. In actuality, we know that it's because he's yeah. guilty and he doesn't want that. What do you think about that, Nick? Yeah, you think he's guilty yeah, or absolutely what? Absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah. uh, you know, one thing that Barr, I mean, uh, excuse me, not Barr, but uh, Parnas uh, said, which is absolutely true, is that the whole reason for all of this was to get dirt on Biden. It had nothing to do with corruption. Right. Trump uh, knew about the whole thing. Everybody in his whole his whole organization knew about the reasons that Trump wanted this information. It had nothing to do with uh, you know corruption and getting corruption out of Ukraine. Right. In fact, it's been said that Trump has actually contributed to the U- new new Ukrainian president's corruption by asking him to do this this corrupt thing. Right. Right. Um, but the other thing is the the important piece that um, maybe hasn't gotten a lot of publicity because the Justice Department has basically said it's 100% false, is that um, also Parn has reported that Barr himself uh, basically had uh, involvement in the fact that uh, he was going to release Dmitry Furtash from a right. uh, Department of Justice um, extradition, extradition right. another quid pro to quo. the United States to account for uh, crimes that they feel that he committed. Right. So, I mean, when the Justice Department head is so corrupt that he would do this for Donald Trump, I mean, all you can say is, you know, God bless America and let's hope our democracy stands for a little bit longer until we can get this, get these guys in jail. Yeah, right. and that one with uh, Furtash was supposed to be that Furtash was somehow going to have information that was going to get out there to discredit the Mueller investigation, right? It was supposed to be something about Weissman somehow had right. some connections uh, with corrupt connections with either people in Korea, in Ukraine or Russia. I don't know which, but that was going to be what the deliverable that Furtash was going to deliver. And that was going to discredit the Mueller investigation. In exchange, we were going to drop our extradition request for Furtash and Attorney right. General Barr 
Lev, according to Lev Parnas, was that he was in on the loop on that, and he was okaying things like that. And who's going to investigate that? Because that's that's the attorney general's job. So when the attorney general is the one that's corrupt, what's he going to do? Investigate himself? Because I'm pretty sure he's going to find himself innocent, even when he's guilty. So I don't know what the hell you do about that. I mean, because an attorney general can also be impeached. So right. we're going to have another one of right. these or what? Yeah. After we get done with the Trump? Fact that he, the fact that, that uh, Bill Barr hasn't been, you know, at least having the GOP calling for him to say, okay, you got to... You got to at least recuse yourself from these issues. I mean, yeah, he should be re- resigned already. He should be impeached if not resigned. If not any of that, I mean, I personally think he should be in jail for all the things that he's done. He's undermining democracy and letting the complicity of the GOP and and Trump himself get away with all of his his criminality. Yeah. And that's that's just amazing to me that we have the top cop, the guy that's at the highest level of government right now overseeing anything that Donald Trump or anyone in the Republican Party would do that is considered illegal is essentially saying, yeah, it's not really illegal for you guys because uh, I'm right there with you. I'm complicit and I don't care. So yeah, I want you to get away with it. You know that this goes pretty deep into the Republican Party. Uh, the other person that was involved in all of this Ukrainian stuff was Devin Nunes. And right. here is Devin Nunes standing as the second in charge on the Intelligence Committee in the House. While this is all going down to talk about the Ukrainian fiasco, Devin Nunes is helping to arrange for the Ukrainian information to go the way that Donald Trump wants it. Absolutely. Amazing. It's really Absolutely. deep. Well, I mean, and his I mean, aide, Derek Harvey. One thing that people should take away from this is that follow what the Republicans do. You start realizing that the Republican Party as a whole has a lot of evil going on in it. I mean, it's basically got a lot of criminals or a lot of activities that are against the Constitution, a a lot of people that are okay with it, and uh, they're going to let this president probably go at the end of all of this. But uh, again, it's a a statement about the Republican Party. So uh, if you vote, uh, please don't vote for the Republican Party. (laughs) (laughs) Don't vote for four more years of this shit because we're not going to survive another four more years. But you know, I don't know if you saw... Nancy Pelosi on uh, Bill Maher the other night, where she said, you know, really not mincing any kind of words, she said, our democracy can survive four years of Donald Trump. It can't survive eight years when you consider judges and the way that his executive power will go, where he can change laws that will really shape democracy into maybe autocracy, you know? Right. Right. And, you know, one of the things about judges um, that I've recently been reading about is that uh, McConnell changed the rules about approving judges so that now Donald Trump has been able to approve more judges, no more conservative judges than any other conservative president has in their term at this point in time. Mm -hmm. And the reason they've done that, basically not the reason they've done it, but the the number of of votes they only need is is a simple majority. So 51 votes. So basically they've got the 51 votes in the Senate, they can re- approve even against all kinds of opposition by the Democrats, they can approve all these judges. The American Bar Association has actually said that a large number, not a few, but a large number of those people that have been approved through the Republicans' new minimal majority are not qualified as even lawyers, never mind judges. Mm-hmm. So here we are with a you know, them stacking the deck against the future of democracy by putting people in who would rally against or rally up with the Republican philosophies of almost everything. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a scary proposition for sure. I mean, 
This is why it's so important to not, at every, the federal and state level, we have to vote for Democrats to re- restore law and order. It's it's just amazing to me. I never thought that democracy could be under attack like this with such complicity in the Republican Party. It's amazing that this is actually happening right now. We have to stop it. Can you know, we just I mean, say, I, we've had democracy for so long that people just you know take they, it for granted. They, feel, they take yeah. it for granted. They feel like nothing's going to cause it to They've go known away. Nothing else, though. That's the that's the exactly. thing too. And, right. And it is getting very close to an autocracy. Yeah. You know, it's. Can we get back to something really quick too about these other idiots that are so corrupt? When we talk about Vice Pe- President Pence and how he met with Zelensky in, well, he was supposed to meet with him right in Ukraine, and this was supposed to be to talk about. I want you to get. I want you to announce the investigation of the Bidens and how that that's going to help in some way. But you know they were he, the whole this, this drug deal with all these players. They kept getting Trump kept getting upset that they said that they Ukraine Zelensky and the Ukrainians said that they were going to announce this. They'll announce it, but they kept pulling it back, right? And so that was getting Trump upset. So he was pissed, and he was supposed to meet with uh, Zelensky to begin with. But then he said, "Well, I'm not going." I'm not going to go, but that looked too bad. So he had to come up with some bullshit excuse, and that was to monitor Hurricane Dorian when we had Sharpie Gate, where he couldn't he oh, couldn't just right. admit that he made a mistake. So he had to have a black magic marker that went around Alabama, and actually Alabama was never supposed to be hit, but he said that, so he had to draw draw on a map, and therefore, you know, now all of a sudden it was supposed to hit uh, Alabama yeah. according to his Sharpie. But then he goes and you know he does meet with him in Poland, right? And that's where he was supposed to say again. Announce the investigation of the Bidens and we'll give you your Ukrainian aid money to help you fight a hot war against the Russians. I mean, tens of thousands of Ukrainians are dying and they're relying on this aid. And we have Mike Pence being like the runner up guy that Trump sends. So it doesn't look so bad that he didn't Trump himself didn't meet with Zelensky and that it was obvious that it was because of this. That's uh, uh, the scandal that's surrounding Trump. Um, about not, you know, not having the aid go to Ukraine, so he had to make it up about the hurricane. But now Pence is there, and he's saying the same exact thing. And Lev Parnas is telling us that's exactly what happened. Pence ends up meeting with him, where I don't know if we even know. He said, "Listen, you have to announce this investigation." When he met with Zelensky um, into the Bidens, um, and if you don't, we're going to get the you know, withhold the the Ukrainian aid that you need basically to survive. But you know. This all has to come out. And when when Trump is making it so no one can testify anywhere, we can't get the leads that we're supposed to. We can't get the documents that we can follow up with to determine if the things that people say are even true or not. Everything is just like a complete blanket. You don't get anything from us. And what does Trump say to that? I mean, he was on Laura Ingram the other night and because it looks really bad, right? Like if you're so innocent, right? We were talking about this earlier. If you're so innocent, why wouldn't you? bring someone who can exculpate you and, 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 you know, prove your innocence. Why wouldn't you bring that person? So, you know, that looks really bad. So what does Trump do? He has to find another bullshit excuse, which is to say, well, you got to protect executive privilege. I'm doing this for future presidents because I care. Because if I let, if I give into this now, I'm future presidents are going to have to deal with this. And it's just reeks of such transparent bullshit. I can't even, I almost can't even stand it because He's saying something that has never been true in all of Donald Trump's 99 years in this life, on this earth, and that has been that Donald Trump cares about anyone else besides himself. 
So he's trying to make yeah. us believe that he's willing to risk his reputation, which is the most important thing to this narcissistic sociopath. He's going to risk that and make it look bad. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm telling you I'm innocent, but... And I'm doing everything that makes me look really, really guilty, including not letting anyone who I say is going to is gonna knows that I'm innocent, too. I'm not going to let them testify. Right. But yeah, we were I'm talking do- about this earlier. I'm doing that at the because of the future. Some person I don't know in the future, I'm, I care about their executive privilege and, that privilege, and that's why yeah. I'm preserving it now. It's that's such bullshit. It's such bullshit. I can't even... I mean, I wish I that, that was even a little yeah. bit more obvious to the American public. It feels like that kind of gets sort of like somehow muddied down into like some people actually believing that. If you use like another analogy to think about it, um, if you imagine, you know, the police are looking for the person who stole the red paint and they got 10 people lined up and everyone that's innocent is saying, look at my hands. I don't have any red paint on it. Then there's Donald Trump who's got his hands behind his back and he wants you to believe that he didn't steal the red paint. Of course not. But don't look at my hands. I'm not going to show you my hands. Well, why not? And he's got, oh, and he's got a crowd of GOP representatives all saying, yeah. oh, no, he didn't do it. He don't look at his hands. Yeah, and they're all behind him, him. And they can see his red hands behind right. him. But he won't let <laughs> anyone else be. No, no, he can't. Like, we can't. That's literally, if you're innocent, show your fucking hands. We can see that you don't have red paint. Oh, you do have red paint. His is probably orange because of a goddamn tanning situation. But, you know. He wiped it all on his tie. That's why he's right. it's so it's it is it speaks to the cult like just like another thing that lev said that rings true to me you know he said uh, you know it's i think he said i don't think it's a mob thing i think it's a cult thing and i agree in large but like 90 percent with that i also agree that i mean i believe that it is part of a mob thing because he does surround himself with guilty people that all have something to lose which is a a standard mob tendency you you make sure and you also distance yourself always give yourself some distance right Right. and but the the cult like thing that lev was talking about i mean it's true people he surrounds himself where people worship him now all of his supporters like you were just saying i wish it was more obvious to people if this were someone else besides their cult like folk hero in trump if it was just some random person i really feel like even though these trump supporters are you know, not the brightest <laughs> of of us or the best of us, but if it were some someone else that they knew, just some kid or some person, they would say, oh my God, that's so obvious that that person's lying. I don't really even have to think about it that long. It's right. not even a question, but it changes when it's your cult leader who's saying that and you were just in your brain, it's built in to believe whatever that person says because they said it. And you you disregard everything else, every fiber of your being that says would say otherwise that this person is clearly lying. This child who has uh, chocolate all over his mouth is saying, I didn't eat the brownies. And it's so right. clear. He's But if he's if his name is Donald Trump, yeah, he's, listen, guys, he said he didn't eat the fucking brownies. He didn't eat the brownies, you fucking liberals. We cry liberals. He didn't eat the brownies, you idiots. Obviously, he didn't. He's Donald Trump. No, he did. There's chocolate everywhere. We can see it. It's all over his hands, all over his face. He definitely did. It should be that obvious, but it's just not. It's because it's a cult-like status. They wouldn't be honest with themselves about it either. If you say to them, okay, be objective and be honest about this. Imagine that all these things that you're now saying Donald Trump is, you know, these, these are not admissions of guilt or anything that he's, you know criminally responsible for imagine instead of obama doing it i mean instead of trump doing it it was obama doing it Mm. would you still have the same sort of mentality of like yeah no absolutely they would of course say yes but that's just a 
a way to you know help their own argument as they as they would believe that but these people are the same ones that got incredibly upset that obama wore a tan suit and oh my god it was the end of the world because he wore a tan suit that's why it's like a cult like mentality you know they they believe the things that their cult leader donald trump says but if the shoe were on the other foot and it was someone that they despise like president obama Mm -hmm. or any any person who identifies themselves as a democrat or a liberal they would say that this person is absolutely guilty of course yeah and this is the last thing i really want to say about this because it's it gets me so angry but because you can do this forever you can go down a rabbit hole of the if obama had done it or if a democrat had done it but i think about it like if hillary who i voted for if you told me that she had done the things that donald trump has done just one one thousandth of whatever it is that donald trump has done I would not be sitting there defending everything Hillary did. I would find right. a different candidate to vote for in the uh, you know in the primaries, but I would not f- sit there and say, "Well, that's my guy or that's my girl, so I'm with her. I'm going to defend everything that she does." But Trump supporters do that. It doesn't matter yeah. what Tribalism. it is they've done. But I don't know, Nick. What do you think about that? I think you're you're right. It is a cult, and yeah. uh, <laughs> I th- someone uh, on this team actually wrote something recently. Uh, that had to do with the least, the less you know, the more you think you know. Mm. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and, the Dunning-Kruger so effect. Exactly. And I think that's basically what's going on with the Republican Party and its supporters. Uh, remember, he's he doesn't have a large majority of supporters, and those supporters will stay with him no matter what. So I think right. we have to forget about them. Their votes are gone. I mean, they're like lost souls. They are the lost cause. Yeah. I hate I hate th- I hate it when I hear people talk about we need to flip to Trump voter because you cannot save someone or someone who doesn't want to be see what it is that they've contributed to that has caused this national mess which they don't even see as a mess they see it as a good thing they are not worth saving or they are not their vote is not going to ever flip we have to concentrate on the people who are you know like-minded who understand the difference between good and bad and a trump supporter doesn't understand that so we have to make people who who sat on the sidelines understand that their vote is so it counts it matters i mean I said this to my friend the other day who doesn't believe that your vote matters. So, you know, whatever, who's sort of indifferent and doesn't care, but he's not a, he's not a terrible person who would ever vote for Trump, but he just feels like he's not, you know, it's not, his vote doesn't really, it's not going to change anything. And the reality is, okay, let's pretend that what you just said might be right. All right. It might be that your vote doesn't matter, but what is the cost of believing that? Cause what if it does matter, right? If it does matter and you didn't vote because you believed it didn't, well, that's terrible because now we could have actually changed it. But if it didn't matter to begin with and you voted, well, okay, it doesn't matter. So your vote's not going to matter either way. But if you do vote and you sit on, if, and you actually affect change, we could do something great about it. But the cost of not doing anything when it would have mattered is so big. So what do you lose? Okay, you voted and it didn't matter. But that's not what happens to begin with anyway. But you need to understand that it, the risk of... And the cost of sitting out or voting for the wrong person can absolutely ruin this 200-year experiment that we've had going for so long that people have been taking for granted, and that is our democracy, and we'll lose our republic if you sit on the sidelines with the, with the pessimistic mentality that it's not going to matter anyway, so why even bother? Because what if it really does matter? What if your vote could have changed this and could have prevented losing our democracy or losing our country 
to a dictator wannabe. I think that's that's right. I mean, like you said before, like we're not going to change the mind of those cult supporters who support Donald Trump and deny reality to whatever degree and and just will always vote for Donald Trump. We can't get those people, but we can mobilize the democratic base. We can, you know, bring independence onto the, you know, the democratic side. And even those fringe Republican supporters who, while there may not be many of them, the ones that are not very happy with Donald Trump, those people we'd like to see get out and, and yeah. vote for the Democratic candidate so that we can, in fact, save democracy and, and you know, keep this experiment that you were talking about going. You know, I don't want to see us fall into an autocracy. I don't want to see us lose, you know, the freedoms that we have, which is where we're headed. And a lot of people that support Donald Trump... They don't realize that. They actually think that what I'm saying is the opposite, right? Yeah. They think that that we're really the ones that are pushing for some sort of crazy new non-democracy um, system. Yeah. But so we're not going to change their minds. Every war that we fought and every life, American life that we lost uh, in the name of defending this country will all be a complete and total waste if we hand it over to Donald Trump and his minions of of uh, wannabe dictators and autocrats, and we turn this country into, uh, you know, a Nazi Germany, you know, light, and then eventually right. maybe we get to a, a even worse spot. But we can't do that. We can't let everything, you know, have been in vain because we we fought this for all these years for something worth, you know, losing, and we don't want to lose this country. We don't want to lose it to someone like you know what's happening right now, Donald Trump, Mike Pence. Bill Barr, the Republican Party, we need to vote them out so we can stop it right now before it gets worse. And yeah, we're not going to have another chance. Right. Mm -hmm. this, is, this is it. This year.